Hi, I'm Christine Ming Ming Garner. I grew up living in fear, raised in a doomsday cult. They taught me I would die at a young age, that I would never graduate from high school, college, have a family or a career. In the years since my escape, I've been learning to overcome the fear and living my life with the purpose and by design. I'm a wife, a mother of three, an entrepreneur of a seven-figure business, and I'm on a mission to guide people to overcome their fears, to live a life of fulfillment as I have done. This is The Fulfilled Life with Ming Ming. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Fulfilled Life podcast, which is still so hard for me to say. It's like a tongue twister, but I'm really excited to be here today. Josh Tapp here again. So today we're going to be talking with Christine really about um, how she was able to overcome. You know, what was her next steps? She's at this point in the story. If you haven't heard the first two episodes, go back and listen to them because she had escaped a doomsday cult and was really on her way back into life, back into finding purpose in her life. So Christine, I just want to let you fly on this one. This is one, you know, we've covered the heavy stuff. Let's get into some of the fun stuff. You know, really where your life started to turn around and become the amazing life that it is. Okay. Thank you. So this is the fun part of my life because, um, I got to go to college, which was something that I had never, I mean, I didn't think that I'd be alive for. So it was such a such an opportunity for me. So went to college and I was working at the mall. And one day this handsome stallion comes in (laughs) and he's looking for a beanie. And I, we just struck up a conversation like the chatty Cathy's we were and um, just hit it off. And he was roaming around the mall, like the store for like 45 minutes. And I'm like, dude, didn't I already just find him a beanie? Like, why is he like poking around? And anyways, but I found out later he was trying to figure out how to ask me for my number. So he comes to the cash register and, and I'm checking him out and he's like stumbling over his words. And he's like, so, um, so you said your friend goes to school, like where I go to school. Right. And I was like, yeah. And I come visit her like once a week. And then he goes, oh, okay, well, uh, when you're in town, you should hit me up. And I'm like, is hit me up like code for something I don't understand? I was like, what is that? Like, I don't sell drugs, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was like, um, uh, where do you live? You know, like, <laughs> he's trying to explain to me where he lives. And I was like, you know what? I really suck with directions. How about you just give me your phone number? And I just remember I was working at Zoomies um in the mall and I grabbed like this little sticker in the back of it I was like here you just write down your phone number and I was like I was like here here's mine too and and I I regret that so terribly because I'm like I should have let him sweat that out figure out how to ask me for my phone number but instead I made it so easy (laughs) (laughs) but then you maybe never would have gotten married so you know feeling he would have figured it out sooner or later how to get my phone number but anyways we um he called me four days later we went on a date and we have an awesome dating story um that is too long to share but um (laughs) they'll hear it later yes almost two years later we got married for time and all eternity so i love that 
Such yeah. a cool story. <laughs> and now, now I'm my curiosity is peaked. We all want to know kind of what happened from there, but, but I do want to ask you this, right? Um, I know this is kind of a little bit of a sidebar, right? But so you went to college. Did you move out of your house to go to college? And which oh yeah. You? So the day that my mom disowned me, I called my friend, the one who gave me the epiphany about how, who God really is. Mm-hmm. And I called her and I said, I have nowhere to go. I don't know where to go. And, and she was at the time living in California and I'm living in good old Rigby, Idaho. <laughs> and she's like, Christine, she's like, I'm going to call my mom, which she lived in St. Anthony still where we grew up. And she's like, I'm going to call her and you can come stay at our house. And so I moved out and I stayed there temporarily until I found my own apartment um, in Idaho Falls and stayed with a roommate. And yeah, that was um, an awesome time in my life because I could come and go as I pleased and I wasn't being listened to or watched. And it was, it was incredible. Well, and I mean, I can just imagine the amount of like fresh air, you know, it's like when somebody finally helps you, if you've ever been coached before and somebody helps you to overcome one of those big barriers that you didn't even realize was holding you back. But when you finally realize, oh, I can do something, it's how much air. And for you, I mean, it was, I literally just got a second life. Now, what do I do with it? Oh, (laughs) gosh, I know. I was, I was like, oh my gosh, the possibilities are endless, right? And I, and the cool thing about, I'm going to brag for a second. Okay. But <laughs> Go for it. Something that I've, I, I've been really blessed with, like a gift that I have is optimism. And so like, although I've lived, I lived in despair and, I, and many times I felt very hopeless. I've, I've gained a resiliency to where I was able to make it seem like I had never endured trauma. And I think it was also because I was so excited to live and all the possibilities for a new life. And so I want to share that with you too, because there were many friends of mine who, um, who met me at this new time in my life when I went to college, I was making new friends and I still have those friends to this day, but when I came out with my story, I had some of them say, I don't understand, Christine, like, how is it that you were raised in a doomsday cult? You've, you've always been so optimistic and confident and this, that, and the other. And like, almost like they were having a difficult time believing. Mm -hmm. And I can understand why it's because I've had all of these layers of myself. I mean, like humans are like ogres, right? We have many layers <laughs> and my layers were so thick and so deep. I had buried all of that stuff so deep. Um, the first person I ever shared it with was, was my husband. And it was just months before we were to get married, you know, that, Hey, I've, I've been through some really hard things. And this is why you could never pick like pick me up from my house or you could never, you know, um, meet my mom. It's because of all of these things. And, um, he, he never pried. He's always allowed me to, um, share with him as I've been able to, um, 
but yeah, I have, I have people in my life who are like, wow, this is, this is insane. Like I thought I knew you and this, this is me. It's just the layer of me that I've always buried deep because it's been so painful. Well, and honestly, if, if people have been listening to the past two episodes, I think you can see that. I mean, in a situation like yours, if you weren't an optimism or an optimist, excuse me, or you weren't forward thinking, I mean, you would have just sat back and taken it. Right. But you know, the, the runaway attempts and then, you know, actually escaping and doing all these things like that proves that you, you know, you had that optimist in you all along. Right. And like you said, you're just bringing out the best parts of you. And and I think when it comes to understanding your purpose and, and, your temporary purpose and your long-time purpose, it has to do with, with really knowing who you are and, and where you're going. And for you, you know, having that revealed to you has allowed you to just spread your wings and, and be yourself. You know, you're a very social person, right? When I met Christine, we were in a marketing class that I was teaching and she, uh, she's one of the people who just walks in. It's, it's the light, right? One of the few people walks in is just like, we'll talk to anybody and makes friends really quickly. And, you know, not a lot of people have that gift. So I do want to reiterate that for you too, you know, cause you said you don't want to brag about it. So I'll brag about you. <laughs> I, I think that for, you know, for the people who are listening to this, you don't have to be a Christine in order to overcome those things. You don't have to be an eternal optimist. You just have to have the hope. And honest, that's what I've gotten most out of your story, you know, is, is having that hope for, for a better tomorrow. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Well, so, you know, before we wrap up this episode, because we're, we're going to get into some even more fun things, we haven't even talked about your kids. <laughs> yeah, you have three kids. I, which... do. I do. <laughs> I love them dearly. I call them my rice crackers and I will call them that because this is my podcast. And <laughs> my I crack. will call them what I want. Um, <laughs> I call them rice crackers because um, they're half Vietnamese. So I'm, I'm full Vietnamese and my husband is fully Caucasian. And so the rice and the cracker, and we are <laughs> so proud of their mixed heritage. And so I, I have three little rice crackers at home. I've got an eight year old boy, um, a four year old girl, and then a two year old. And he's, he's spicy, just like his mama. <laughs> <laughs> he's sleeping in the other room and we're hoping he'll sleep long enough yeah. to finish the recording. <laughs> Yeah, so I actually call my kids sweet, sour, and spicy because they get a little bit of everything from their mama. So it was good you had the the three so you could get a little bit of, of all of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do hope this gives people a little bit of insight into who you are now. And we're going to be sharing even more of your story. You know, you've you've escaped the doomsday, doomsday cults. You've gotten off to college. You've gotten married. And did you finish college? I don't know if I even asked you that. Yeah, I did. I did. Awesome. I got my secondary education degree in family consumer science and uh, yeah, I'm grateful for it because I'm now using my teaching degree in my coaching business. So. Yeah. And, and that's, what's really cool because you're about to, in this next episode, which I'm excited about, cause this is my area of expertise, right? As business. I, I do want to talk a lot about, you know, how you were able to accomplish, you know, hitting a million dollars in a company, right? That's, that's kind of that big milestone. That seems like this big audacious goal that most people are never going to hit. 
Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The Fulfilled Life with Ming Ming. If anything you heard was inspiring or resonated with you, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this with your friends and family. I'm Christine Ming Ming Garner. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, always remember, fulfillment is your birthright.